The He Podcast is presented by Little Ones, made for the little ones. Who is he? He is me. Hi, I'm Rafi Redswan. This is he. Here is my chance to share some amazing stories with some amazing people that are inspiring to me. He celebrates everyday people of everyday life. He revolves around conversations that inspire others to change the world and make a difference in life with a little bit of laughter and a whole lot of drama. Join me for personal stories and experiences on health and healing, successes and failures, recovery and discovery, anything relatable and anything in between. He elevates us to rise again and live our very best life. Just so you know, you are not alone. He is with you. Once upon a time, there was a mother of two little ones. As a mother of two little boys who loves to dress her kids, it has been a constant struggle to find nicely made and affordable shoes, especially dress shoes. Most of the time, she will settle for sandals or sneakers. One fine day, she had a bright idea to create shoes for her kids that are similar so that they can match. That is how Little One's vision slowly came to life. Little One's symbolic two little waves evoked the true persona of the brand and focused on creating only classic, trend-defying and versatile designs meant to transcend seasons and encourage the shift from temporary trends to enduring timeless pieces. For more information, visit littleones.com. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-W-A-N-S dot com or click the link in the description below. I'm impressed by the whole thing. Oh, thank you. Because whenever uh-huh. I hear someone, whenever I listen to someone's podcast, like uh-huh. entrepreneur, like especially, I feel so much like, oh wow, like I cannot speak like this. Ah, uh, nothing you think ah. Like, oh wow, <laughs> I I don't think. <laughs> Nanti dia publish I rasa macam Oh wow So confident Nah macam tu yeah, Tapi bila I sendiri I rasa macam Eh hey, like Apa yang aku merepek ni yeah, Macam tapi, tu lah But Tapi masa tengah record really ni Memang know. macam tu Dia rasa macam tu Tapi bila dah publish Dah edit elok-elok You dengar macam You uh, terasa okay, proud okay. With yourself Yes <laughs> I hope I hope Adlina Nadira defines life in her own words to discover more than meets the eye. In this episode, the conversation on he is about what shaped her into the woman she is today and how motherhood and entrepreneurship have changed her. The elevation and empowerment of her defining moment in life are significant to perseverance and commitment with love and passion to what is truly meaningful to her chosen path. In her journey of self-discovery, the circumstances she faces as an everyday woman have groomed her to appeal as a charismatic entrepreneur, a loving daughter, a doting mother, and a devoted wife. This is her story. Hi, Adelina. Hi, Rafi. How are you? How are you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good too. Thank you. Thank you for saying yes to me. And I love, I love having you in this conversation. And especially when you chose this topic, life in your own words. Mm, thank you so much for having me. 
um, I don't usually join podcasts. Uh, I think uh-huh. this is one of the few lah. But uh, I'm sure I'm gonna enjoy it. And yeah, it's a, it's such an honor to be uh, with you, uh, talking about you know life in my own words today. Yes, <laughs> and I'm interested to know, and I'm curious about your journey okay. as Adina Nadira, and what makes you a person you are today. And how motherhood has changed you, starting a business, private vanity, and what elevates and empowers you to lead a life with independence and the obstacles you face as an everyday woman, uh, how to be charismatic entrepreneur, adoring mother, and a loving daughter. What is life in your own words? Okay, um, I think life is a cyclical journey uh-huh. filled with challenges, struggles, happiness, growth, reproduction, and ultimately death. I think that's a, that's a, that's why they say it's a circle of life. Mm, I I like the word death there because I have been fearing death. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about it a lot. uh, Like what would happen if I die and everything. Mm. But yes, life involves death. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Um, I think the first time I heard somebody say death in <laughs> in an answer, it sounds depressing, but you got to admit and accept the fact that it's part of life. Yep. Um, they yeah. said mati itu pasti, right? So yes. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. it's part of life. Whoever, yeah. whatever, whatever that that has life will die eventually. Yes. Yeah. 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 Now, what has led you to be on this journey? Okay. Um, you mean as uh, as uh, a journey in yeah. entrepreneurship? Entrepreneurship and into us becoming a mother. How eventually you you decided to start Velvet Vanity to begin with? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Wow. What has led you towards that path in life to be where you are today? Okay, so um, it's gonna be a long one, I think. <laughs> I hope you don't mind. Um, yes, please. Yeah. So okay, I actually grew up in um i wouldn't say a household where everyone is an, is an entrepreneur but my dad is so mm-hmm. i'm very much inspired by him i guess mm-hmm. um so um i am actually an architecture graduate turned entrepreneur just mm-hmm. like my dad yeah my dad was an architect uh, was an architect mm-hmm. uh, and then turned entrepreneur um but i always admire my mom's resilience in climbing her corporate ladder Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. one day, um, uh, during my final year of degree in architecture, mm-hmm. I casually started a small business in my bedroom as a beauty personal mm-hmm. shopper. If anyone who doesn't know lah, yeah. So um, back then, the only eat social media was just Instagram, and I managed to grow more than like 10k followers organically in a year. During that time, I think that's huge. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and after a year of being a personal shopper while I was still studying, I thought to myself, okay, um, I am actually interested to partner up with Lush. Not sure if you've heard of the brand Lush Cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I wanted, I was so interest, interested to partner up with Lush and open one store in KL. I know it mm-hmm. was an impossible dream. <laughs> to me, it was a crazy dream. Um. But then, uh, I, I, it was crazy until I actually uh, messaged the founder of Lush on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I got a reply. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I got a reply. I managed to get in touch with someone uh, in charge for partnership. Mm. Um, and then I managed to uh, did like I, I managed to do like a paperwork. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I was almost at the end of like that journey because uh, I was going to visit my brother in the UK at that point. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, this is it. I finished my paperwork and I'm just going to meet them. And I think this is this is it. You know, this is the door of my uh, career. Lah. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then uh, at the very last minute, I think it was like, what, two days before I flew off, um, mm-hmm. they rejected me. Yes, they rejected oh. me. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, so there was there's there was a few reasons why they rejected me lah. And then, you know, at that point, what could I do? I just had to accept it and move on, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I continued my you know doing personal shopper still while I was still studying, and then mm-hmm. um after a year, um being rejected um, by Lush and then my yeah. dad was the one who came up to me and asked like yeah. okay until sampai bila you nak jual barang orang dia tanya I and uh-huh. that hit me lah basically so I was like oh okay um, yeah kind of true you know what if you know one day someone else successfully um, bring in uh, the things that I sell and then you know I no longer become relevant so at that point I was like, oh okay. Um, but uh, just just gonna share a little bit of what I went through lah. Um, yeah. uh, during my one year of being a beauty personal shopper, you know, it seems you know uh enjoy enjoyable. It is fun, but um, it's not easy because yeah. you know to import products, especially beauty products, um, requires a lot of like documentations. Yeah. Uh, uh, in order to abide uh, our laws and regulations, so uh-huh. um, I, I oh my god, the the many times my things, my customers lah, punya barang uh-huh. stuck in the customs. Ah, uh, it was so stressful. Um, and I didn't know how to handle it because I didn't have any experience. You know, I had to you know learn along the way. And then I thought mm-hmm. when my dad asked me that question, I was like, huh, you know. People uh, in Malaysia have so much... Uh, they, they have the buying power, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of ladies, obviously, um, have so much interest in beauty and cosmetic products. Um, mm-hmm. But why would we go through the hassles and the all these obstacles lah, um, to, get, to just get one lipsticks from other countries? Oh. When we have so much potential... To have our own brand locally made, mm-hmm. right? Um, we have we have um, you know, a lot of talented people out there. We have the resources, and I told my dad, "Huh, you know, um, I think I should start my own beauty brand that's made in Malaysia, so that no one will have to, you know, go through all this hassle, um, mm-hmm. to just get one lipstick from overseas." Yeah. Yeah, so that's how Velvet Vanity started. Mm, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. Did, did you eventually learn to get away with those customs issues? Um, honestly, um, I did, but I had to pay a lot of taxes. Oh, kena bayar. Yeah, I have to pay. I, I kena bayar. I lost a lot. I couldn't, you know, just told my customers, like, 
oh you need to pay you know it wasn't their fault Uh-oh. yeah so you know those things that i feel like you know it's not worth going through you know for yeah. just one yeah. eyeshadow or one lipstick you get what i mean yeah. so yeah that's how velvet vanity was born lah, basically yeah so mm-hmm. to be honest my life self-discovery journey revolves around my entrepreneur journey Uh, I would say a lot, the biggest part of it. Because I was just 22 when I started doing my business. Mm. And I'm 31 years old now. Oh my God, <laughs> sounds old. So that's been what, almost 10 years, huh? Yeah, so throughout almost 10 years in this journey, of course, I discovered a lot about myself. Um, mm-hmm. I, basically, I basically grew up being like a young adult um, uh-huh. uh, throughout this business. Lah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, wow. How has this experience changed you as a person? Throughout this journey, I managed to learn a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I discovered that I'm passionate about entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a beauty guru. I'm not a beauty mm-hmm. YouTuber that, you know, decided to just start a beauty brand. But I just love entrepreneurship as a whole. And I know it's not for everyone. Um, and I think almost, uh, you know, almost 10 years of doing um, this business, I get to master problem-solving skills. Mm-hmm. And I think when you say, how does this whole experience, you know, um, be it being a personal shopper um, and then starting Velvet Vanity uh, from, you know, year one until year eight now, I think. Yeah, year eight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, the experience that I went through has taught me to be sabar. Yes. Yeah, in, because in the realm of business, not everything mm. will turn out as you plan. Yeah. And that's okay because yeah. that's just how God works, you know. You think you plan meticulously, you have planned, what, three months, four months ahead. But if God says no, that means no, right? <laughs> if you say yes, then... It means yes. Is that that's your rezeki? So eventually, I come to my understand that he knows best. And after so many years of facing all these challenges, uh, obstacles, I also come to understand that there's no point of me stressing out on the things beyond my control. You just mm-hmm. have to trust the process. Yeah. Yeah, and Kadang be flexible. <laughs> yes, patience. Can patience is virtue at some point. I know eventually, sometimes you get things you want but sometimes mm. you don't and some of the things you can't even control yep. some of the things are given some of the things you can find yeah some some of the things you can work for some of the things you just not gonna get it yeah that's the reality yeah um every yes. every and, every problem has a solution and i think also like i have a lot of things i want but i don't know if i can get it one and then sometimes it's just taking longer than expected yeah true You just have to trust the process. Yes, you just yes, have yes. to be in the present. To because of we so focus on the things that we want, and then we're not getting it, and everything, we forget to live in the present, be in the moment. Yep, yep. True. And then it's rugi, tau. Kalau eventually, macam ada menyesal kita tak, you know, do certain things at that time because masa tak libeli. Yeah. You cannot buy your time. That's true. Um, We live in a borrowed time. Yeah, that's why. And then, um, I think when it comes to you know trust the process, mm-hmm. is because um, how do I say? I think entrepreneurship also has taught me that um, it's not about you know 
yes, every business wants money, right? Yeah. It's about yeah. making money. But as an entrepreneur myself, I think entrepreneurship is about all this. How how do you how do you solve these problems? Because problems will always always occur. Yeah. It will always True. happen. It was. Yeah. It will always happen. It's how you actually tackle the situation, uh, make a fast decision, yeah. and also solve that problem at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so true. Um, how have you benefited from this chosen path in life? I mean, you went through from fashion shopping and then running this business, like. Have you seen yourself benefiting this chosen path in life at all? When it comes to me benefiting from this chosen path in life, is very the benefit is like, wow, um, rezeki alhamdulillah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. But um, I would say, uh, I I I think when I choose this path in life, mm-hmm. um, I I. I get to I you know I it's not that I'm it's not that I'm saying you know when it comes to being an entrepreneur you ada masa banyak mm-hmm. to you know to do whatever you want that's you know that's the best part that people always thought you know when people see on social media people think oh bestnya like you can go anywhere um suka hati you because you're an entrepreneur but actually Actually, we are working. Even like, oh, nak nak tidur pun still fikir lagi kan. Like, what if? Yeah. Ah, yeah. What if like? Oh, what if this doesn't work? What if this doesn't work? You know, there's always what if in your head. You know, but um, mm-hmm. alhamdulillah, mm-hmm. with this chosen uh path um in my life, I think I managed to you know have I would say flexibility, slight flexibility. I have yeah. time. You know, I have time for my daughter. Yeah. I have time for my family. Mm-hmm. Okay, because honestly, I couldn't imagine myself still being in, you know, working in a firm as an architect. <laughs> mm, yeah. So, so yeah. So, so um, so I think um, being an entre- entrepreneur now, yes, there are times where it gets so lonely, it gets so busy until you know, especially during like peak season. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I think at the end of the day is the contentment. Yeah. I puas. Ah, uh, even yeah. I busy, even though I stress, I'm content. Mm-mm. I puas hati. I I I puas hati. I whenever I see people, uh, when I when I whenever I see my customers lah, beli my products kan, of course. Mm-mm. Um, and uh, we get like what so many reviews. It's just. It, it just feels worth it. Ah, uh, it just feels worth it. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially when I go to like pop up. There are days when I am short staff. I have to be physically there at the pop up from like morning until night, and to be able to see my customers in real life because you know, um, Velvet Vanity is like an e-commerce business, so we don't get to see our customers in real life every day. So yeah. When I when I see them at one point of time. I jaga booth, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel content. Mm. Rasa puas hati, ha? Rasa puas hati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And I, I can understand also the the if you go back to the architect firm, kan? Macam I'm not going back 
to work either. Yeah. <laughs> to <laughs> because you love this. Mm-hmm. I think this is an experience you can never get. Yeah. When and, you're working. Yeah, and I'm so thankful that I enjoy what I'm doing. Alhamdulillah yes. for that. Because uh-huh. not everyone has that um um opportunity. Betul. Do you ever feel like stuck? Of course. Even the, now, now you feel like I love this job. For example, like this uh, business. Uh, I've been doing this podcast for for the fourth year now, the third season. Mm-hmm. And there are times I'm like, okay, I want to quit. Yeah. And I love doing it. The people say, "Eh, malas juga." It's like a love hate relationship, right? Oh, kan kerja nak berhenti kerja tak nak, tapi tak boleh. It's your bread and butter. Mm, yeah, true. It's it's kalau macam kerja tu, you boleh berhenti, you boleh start something else, kan? Yeah. Tapi this is this is macam anak you tau. Yeah. It's not something you can just leave behind. Yeah. Kan? I agree. I agree. So okay lah, kalau ada rasa macam tu, we just have to stay, persevere je lah. Yes. Kan? <laughs> True. And what are the challenges you face today? Mm. And what is your defining moment in this journey? How do you cope with the whole, you know, issues and ex- challenges you experience? Okay, I think um, the challenge that I face today is definitely balancing being a mom, a wife, and mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. Yeah. Right, and then I also live. I I also live with my parents, so yeah. I'm also balancing between being a doctor, because yeah. I'm still I still have my parents here with me, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, just now you asked me, you know, how do you do? I cope with it. Mm-mm. So recently, I uh, just want to share this lah. I I recently attended this like a mom mompreneur event. Mm-hmm. Um and my friend Aini told all of us um at the event we are all moms there eh, uh, doing mm-hmm. business lah in business um Aini mm-hmm. told uh, all of us that there is no such thing as balancing between all of that you are you know Mm-mm. because regardless of day and time I'm still a mom yeah and my business runs twenty four seven which makes mm-hmm. me always full time entrepreneur there's no such thing. I balik and I'm no longer become an entrepreneur. You get what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. there's no such thing as I pergi kerja, I'm not a mom. I'm yeah. still a mom. I'm still a mom. I'm still an entrepreneur. Uh, I'm still a wife, you know, wherever mm. I go. Okay? So, therefore, I actually learned that it's actually not about work-life balance. It's work-life Mm-mm. integration. Yes. I need, I'm quoting you, Che. So, um, so, she said, It's how it's actually a learning process on how yeah. you integrate all these new things in your life together. Yes. Between like wow. life, work, wow. um, being a mom, uh, being yeah. a wife, and being a daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what I do is that when I it, it, it hit me lah. I said, oh yeah, that makes sense. Sebenarnya. So yeah. that's why when it comes to weekends. I make sure to really spend my time with my family. Yes. So on weekends, it's family time. Yeah. Unless it's really important or urgent or it's like peak season that I cannot run, then yeah, it's exceptional. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So wow. yeah, and I know that some days 
um, all of us like it's not just me it's not just you know mom I think everyone uh, as a father yourself mm-mm. I'm sure True. Yeah, yeah I know some days we tend to feel that oh we're not doing enough as a mother Uh-oh. or as a wife or as a father but that's okay because ultimately we're just human but you're so guilty kan? yeah we're so guilty but we don't have choice we only have 24 Uh-oh. hours in a day I still also need my time and there are times I don't pay attention Yeah. to my son at all because I just needed to get away and have some peace of mind. Mm. But then I suppose the pursuit is guilty. Yeah, that's a cycle. That's a cycle, right? It's a cycle. It's a cycle. I think we need to know that it's happening to everyone. Yeah, and that's okay. That's okay. It's okay, yes. yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, because, um, yeah, we have to take things slowly and easy because yeah. like we're just human. Human, yeah. Humans are all once, you know, very yeah. easy. With all the influence we get through the social media, through the phone, TV nowadays, it's so easily available out there. We cannot uh, help but to be affected by it sometimes. Yeah. But there are times we can also feel affected negatively. Yep. Because yeah. the need to feel uh, uh, appreciated or under, uh, happy. Or... Yeah. So I think that's why kita senang nak fall into that pit. Yeah, because you know, like social media, like you said, ah, lah, you know. sure, yeah, yeah. There are certain things on social media that you know, kita tengok yang best je, tapi Mm-mm, kita tak nampak the real struggle, Mm-mm. you know. Mm-mm. Yeah. And lagi lagi orang macam kita, social media is a business. Yeah, we're constantly Can't. on it. No matter exactly. how much you want to run away with, uh, away um, from it, you can't. Tak boleh, tak boleh. We got to learn to live with it now. Exactly. Whether we like it or not. Yeah. Now, having said that, what is your source of strength? And what is your most valuable lesson in life? Oh, what wow. your what are your words of wisdoms you hold on to? Okay, so I think um, I always get this question: What's your source of strength? Eh? I think uh, definitely my parents. Mm. Number one, number one is my mm. parents. You know, because mm. every time I feel like giving up or whatever, whenever yeah. I feel like it's impossible, you know, um, whenever I feel like oh I'm like oh tak cukup lah, complain lah, you know, um. Whenever I feel like it's impossible to achieve or provide, you know, anything, probably the best for my child, for example. Yeah. I always yeah. remember that, hey, my parents did it. And they've come a long way. And mm-hmm. my parents didn't come from a wealthy family, bear in mind. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yet, w- with courage and effort, they are able to provide me, alhamdulillah, a good mm-hmm. and a comfortable life. So, yeah. with the resources that we all have now in the modern age, why can't? I do the same to my little family because I can't be complaining. Dulu, my parents kena pergi kerja naik bus. Mm-hmm. Sekarang kita ada kereta. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. I tak rasa macam, eh, it's not fair for me to mm-hmm. complain. Mm-hmm. Get what I mean? Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, because they, they have lived harder times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dulu, gaji pun tak banyak. Betul. Tapi, I still can go to school. Mm-hmm. They can still send me to kindergarten. Alhamdulillah. So, And look where you are today. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so that's why I said they are my source of strength. You know, whenever I feel mm-hmm. like macam, eh, tak cukup lah. Um, nak beli for my my daughter, for example, something kan. Tapi I rasa macam, eh, I, I wasn't spoiled. Okay, I wasn't spoiled. Yeah. But but whatever that I, necessity that I need yeah. growing yeah. up, Alhamdulillah, okay. So, okay. I rasa macam, eh, diorang hidup dulu, zaman lagi teruk. 
lagi susah. Mm-hmm. Tak ada mm-hmm. social media, tak ada phone. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. tak ada laptop masa tu. Gaji sikit, mm-hmm. tak ada kereta nak beli rumah pun susah, you know. But, but now with all of the resources around me, I have, you know, supported family, my my in-laws, uh, my parents, my husband. Why am I complaining? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another mm-hmm. source of strength of course is my husband. Mm-hmm. He's been alhamdulillah very very supportive. Um, the yeah. one who will always be there throughout my entrepreneur journey, the one who will never complain when I'm short staff that I have to take care of my velvet vanity booth on weekends. Mm-hmm. He will be there. Sanggup tunggu dalam kereta kadang-kadang macam kita okay, pelah. I penat. I tunggu dalam kereta. Um, kadang-kadang he will be there physically to help me. Mm-hmm. I I would I wouldn't say kadang-kadang, but I think most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so so um, alhamdulillah for that. Uh, rezeki uh-huh. yeah wow yeah and then you mentioned about valuable lesson yes right so um, lesson and words of wisdom oh macam takut <laughs> I tak adalah I tak adalah experience tu lama sangat kan buat business but uh-huh. but I would say throughout my my entrepreneur journey for almost like what 10 years I think uh, the lama tu lama it's very long. <laughs> uh, greed, resilience, and perseverance are the keys to survive during tough times. Yes. Because believe wow. me, as a business owner, I've been through pre-COVID, COVID, and post-COVID. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, mm-hmm. I survive when things do not go as planned. Mm-hmm. Because uh, back in March 2020, no one knew. No one knows like okay we're going to be in a lockdown for like what? How many months? Mm-mm. You know, but um, no matter how much money you have, um, yes. you know, as a business owner, if you don't have grit, if you don't have resilience, perseverance ni, pun susah juga. Yes. To survive, yeah. you know. Wow. You have to be, I think in other words, I always hear people say this lah. In Malay, it's called, you have to be kental. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You kena kental. Macam my my husband yeah. selalu cakap ni. Macam whenever I balik rumah kadang, you know, like I said, we're just, you know, human beings. Sometimes we balik, kita stress, kita nangis, you know. Because there's so many things going on at one uh, at one time. Kita rasa macam, eh, nak give up lah. Macam you cakap kan. Macam nak give up. Macam, eh, stress je. Eh, tak nak buat lah. Nak nangis semua. But my husband always tell me, eh, you nak buat business, you kena kental tau. Betul. So, it it always hit me right in the head, in the chest. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, because like I said just now, that's why it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. And why am I here if I tak ada all this, you know, great resilience, mm-hmm. perseverance? Wow, wow. I mean, I, I've been, I'm so inspired to hear, I mean, 10 years of experience, 10 years in this journey. And I think you've come really far and then you will probably grow more and i'm so proud of you and listening to this story thank you i wish i can be that person and i like to emphasize you that a lot of things are not for everyone too mm-hmm. um i don't see myself as in- that entrepreneur <laughs> because i rather to 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 have that constant what if what if in the mind can probably be uh challenging for me mm-hmm. Yeah, but in the same way, running this podcast, um, maybe it's not for you too. So yeah. I think we need to know what can we do best in our life. Yeah, that journey you have to do to find out. Yeah, what what is you your passion, know. right? At the end of the yes. day, what what is yes. you? Because like you said, um, 
podcast may not be for me. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's okay because everyone yeah. is different. Different. Everyone yeah. is built differently. That's yes. what makes everyone unique in its own way, yeah. you know. Very well. Very yeah. well. Yeah. If you don't mind me asking, lah, how, how's your how's your experience in the US? I mean I've always I've always liked there, but Okay. I love Malaysia. I love Malaysia. Uh-huh. Um but uh, I don't know if I were to uh, say that it's different between the two. I think America, yeah. in that sense, colored in terms of quality of living. If you if you make good money, it's always yeah. nice anywhere. Obviously, yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. But I think kalau macam hidup sederhana kat Malaysia, you kena kaya lagi baru selesa. Betul, betul. Kan? Betul. Sebab kita, <laughs> the standard of living here is for for middle class is very low. Yeah, true, true. Maknanya the 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 punya basic tu um, uh, very simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can acquire for yeah, your house to be able to, to you know um, complete really uh, complete. To, yeah. Ah, uh, rumah you kalau nak ada dryer, nak ada yeah, yeah. To be able to send our kids to school, good to school, school <laughs> good school, kan? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You really okay. have to be rich. Kalau tak tak dia macam like I said lah, the standard is yeah. uh, the set the bar very low. Yeah, uh, itu cukup. True. Tapi kalau mm. nak kalau nak selesa, you kena super rich, you know. Yeah, I know. And I went to check to school, international school hari tu. Eh, oh, yeah. Mahal lah. Oh, 50, yeah. $50,000 a year. <laughs> It is very expensive lah to go to kan? international school. Or even private school lah. Oh. Yeah. Private school murah sikit. Yeah, slightly cheaper. Yeah. Slightly cheaper. Tapi I, I think 50 k is a bit too much lah. Yeah, might as well um keep that for like universities. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's what we that's what we said. And then yeah. I tak pun baik kita pergi travel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Buat exactly. business ke apa ke. Exactly. Yeah. True, true, true. <laughs> it's so ridiculous lah. Ridiculous. Yeah. So expensive. But but oh. uh, it's good to it's good to know that you know um being able to talk to someone who has lived in the US because mm-hmm. I I went there um mm, I saw. last year yeah in October ah. it was my It's first girl. time. A bit, um, I honestly I like um I like the how 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 would I say yeah? I I I like how I what the things that I've seen there is something mm. that I cannot see. Where, anywhere else here so yeah, yeah. Okay. so so yeah. i like the landscape i like i like mm-hmm. the the nature there nature, i like how yeah. it's you know it's a desert it's it's really interesting to see something that you've always seen in the movies lah basically yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but yeah um quite quite short because um it's, it was my first time Um, not, not, not really quite similar to any parts of Europe. So I would say, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, very different. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it, it's a, it gives me a different perspective. Now, now I know when they say, you know, Western bubble, you know, that that kind of yeah. thing. That that it makes sense. Betul. <laughs> it makes so a lot big. of sense. It is, so big. Big. Very it is very big. It is very big. They are yeah. in their own bubble. <laughs> Betul. <laughs> when I was there, when yeah. I was there, I I had no choice but to be. In my own bubble, even with the telephone right now, even with uh, social media. Ah, oh, okay. Why is that? Because because it was so big, yeah. And then um, everything is so localized. Literally, hmm. Texas itself is a country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. And then when I was living in Houston, masa tu, uh, you basically tahu situ je lah. Malaysia pun tak nak ambil peduli. 
Sebab exactly. you're too much. Masa tu je dah was, was already a lot for me. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know masa tu Mahathir became the Prime Minister balik. I tak tahu sebab. Exactly. You were like the, in your in your uh, world. <laughs> baru I faham. Yeah, yeah. True, and and that's why mm. they some I mean I think majority of them never leave their country because yeah, their own country cannot, itself is already huge yeah. for and them. They cannot afford mahal everything else. Oh my it's god, expensive. it's really uh-huh. expensive. I didn't because my parents study in the US, mm. but it was like what almost thirty years ago. Thirty years was ago, different. Okay. Uh, the mm-hmm. the cost of living is was different. So mm. when they came back after like what almost 30 years they were mm-hmm. really shocked to the core when mm. we had to like spend this much on like groceries on like food you know um nothing, yeah oh my god it's it's mm-hmm. it's really expensive mahal yeah. so if you have like i said kan macam if, if we are at this level where we have the education we can get a job yeah. and we can be paid well Then US is your place. Tapi I see a lot of poor people there too. So, oh, yeah. banyak pun indah kabar dari rupa pun kan. Correct. So, some of the movies, yeah, the tunjuk pun the best part. Obviously, I mean, if you yeah. really look into the movies also, yeah. the reality is actually very sad. Yeah, and yeah. um, and some of the movies shot there are all yeah. in the studio or the studio. at a set. So, yes. it's not even the reality lah. No, okay. yeah. <laughs> Dia orang punya drug issue teruk lah. Dia orang punya Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I was in San Francisco. Oh my God, the crime mm. rate there is high. Okay. Um, I felt um at some point I felt unsafe lah, basically. But yeah, yeah uh, something that I wouldn't experience in the Europe, I would say. Ah, uh, yeah. Europe lah, eh. The problem about Europe is I love Europe too, but I don't have the time to learn the language. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. Holiday yeah. okay lah. Holiday, I think Europe best lah for gambar. To live there, I mean, I've lived there before. I, this language is something that I think is a barrier for me, lah. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I think, unlike uh, America, kan, okay, America, mm. my English, England, hmm. Australia, okay, hmm. lah. Australia, yeah. tak suka sangat sebab season itu balik. Oh yeah, yeah, and actually, Australia uh-huh. is not that cheap, also. Memang mahal. Cantik, bercantik. Ah ah. But it's not that cheap, also. I suka season yang macam patutnya winter tu Christmas lah kan. Ya, yeah, ya, yeah, ya. Yeah. Tapi dia terbalik. Uh-huh, betul? Dia terbalik. Itu je lah. Hmm. The only thing about Australia is that. Tapi Australia lebih kurang macam Amerika juga. The British tapi dia Amerika. Correct, correct. I think, I think. Mm, mm. So, kalau bagi pilihan lah antara tiga negara yang English speaking, colonial country ni. Uh, yeah. I think kalau tak English, Amerika lah. Yeah, true. Ya. Yeah. Okay. Tapi Malaysia lah, Malaysia jugalah hujung-hujungnya. Exactly. It, Honestly, oh. at the end of the day, I feel like, oh my god, um, I'm ah. so thankful and grateful for Can. Malaysia. Um, it's Betul. very, it's very safe for me to live. I, yes. I, 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 I do, I wouldn't have fear of like going out at the supermarket. Uh, you know, being scared of being like what shot at. Ah, ah, ah. And I also think you now you own your business, kan? Yeah. Um, yeah. With your influence, I think it makes a lot more sense here also. Correct, correct. Kan? Kalau macam, macam you bekerja, tak ada macam a lot of my friends yang banyak follower ada business, they yeah. they try to go out. Tapi when they move, kan dia kahwin dengan Mak Saleh kan? Yeah. Dia, dia yeah. Tak, tak, tak function macam mana dekat Malaysia. Yeah, it's totally the same culture. Dia mo- ah, dia patah, dia pindah balik Malaysia. Betul. Um, I have hmm. friend, I have a friend who quit her job. Uh, in mm-hmm. 
and she came back just to start a, a lingerie business. Like mm. innerwear lah, innerwear business lah for ladies. Mm-hmm. So because I I I asked her like, why didn't you start in in New York itself? Because you know the market there is obviously mm-hmm. huge. Um, you have so much. Uh, you have bigger market there lah, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. easier for you to um market there because you know in terms of like advertisement, it's not that strict compared to Malaysia. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Um, but then she said, much um, yeah, it's it's is the the it's already saturated there. Yes, memang. Uh, you have to compete with what Victoria's Secret, you yes, know those kind of brands. Yeah, yeah, it is hard. It's not as easy as you think. I think yeah. those brands that could make it in the US very big corporation or they yeah. are celebrities. <laughs> can can or else it's very hard. Yes, it's very hard. Hmm. Alah, you lucky. Kau tak tahu lah kalau nasib you kat situ macam tu. Tapi kat sini kalau You made it here, then why not just make it bigger here? Then slowly grow yourself, kan? Yeah, even the Southeast mm. Asian market is big, so. Besar lagi. Yeah. Then kita Malaysia dah expand dah. Kita bukan Malaysia je. Kita yeah. dah masuk in Malaysia. Mm, Sebab nak Malaysia alone is pretty small. Yep, yep. Uh, you got to go out a bit lah eventually. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, mm. And now that Singapore um is also interested in buying uh, our brands, Malaysian brands, mm. uh, which is great. And they have the buying power. Uh, in from Singapore, yeah. outside yeah, Malaysia. Yeah, I, I, do, I, do uh, I do have customers uh, in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this year will be our first time going to Singapore mm. uh, to open mm. a pop-up. Now, before we end the conversation, Adelina Nadira, what are your hopes and dreams? Okay, um, wow. <laughs> um, I think as cliche as it may sound, I dream to live life to the fullest. Yes. Which, the ultimate goal is different for everyone, of course. You know, living life to the fullest for me may be different from you. May be different yeah. from, you know, uh, other people. But for me, is the ultimate goal is to be able to provide anything that my parents need, so that they don't have to work anymore. Yeah. Travel the world with my husband as we wish. That's my, yeah. you know, that's my definition of, you know, live life to the fullest, um, and send my kids to good school. Yeah. That's my dream. So yeah, um, I think um, that's that's my hopes and dreams. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful, Adina. Thank you so much for sharing your stories with me. You are an inspiration. I hope you will be so successful in all that I you mean, do. I mean, Yeah, and I hope um, all the best for you too. Okay. And <laughs> Thank all you. the best for and for all the best to you as well. Thank you. Um, I I've always admire people who are you know in podcasts. Uh, you know, it's it's something that oh, I tak pernah terfikir macam oh nak buat podcast. But whenever um, you know, uh, someone like you uh, came up to me, approached me, and say like oh, I want you to be in my podcast, I'm like oh okay, because um, to be able to talk about all these things in daily life, memang tak lah kan. Uh, we we don't have all these conversations every day. Yes. So so whenever I have someone who you know approach me. To be in podcast and talk about mm-hmm. life, talk about entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. talk about yeah. motherhood. I think mm-hmm. it's um it's also refreshing to me. Yes. I get to let let go. Sometimes I 
I get carried away doing whatever that I'm doing. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I baru teringat like, oh, I actually started this business when I was 22, you know. Hmm. Kadang-kadang yeah. I terlupa, kadang-kadang I tak yeah. teringat pun. But, you know, thank yeah. you for doing this. Um and it also serve as a reminder for me, you know, whenever I talk about like grit, uh, perseverance, resilience, sometimes me myself pun rasa oh nak give up. But, you know, hmm. after this podcast I rasa macam oh, okay. I feel elevated. Uh, yeah. I feel elevated. <laughs> I feel like someone yeah. new, you know. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So thank sure you so bring... much for this. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you. Yep. Thank you for being on the show. Well, thank you, Adina. Uh, well, thank you. I, I'm just ada letingan down sebenarnya. <laughs> Janganlah. <laughs> All this, you know, experience you went through. So it, I know it's not easy for a lot of people, but now it gives me hope to carry on. Support the He Podcast via a one-time donation, a monthly subscription from as low as $1, a lifetime membership, and purchase He's exclusive collection of merchandise and for all other business inquiries at buymeacoffee.com slash Rafi. Thank you for listening to He. A new episode is available every Thursday and don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at RefuVidsWan and at He Podcast for all the updates and behind the scenes. Once again, thank you for listening to He with RefuVidsWan.